Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. If you listen to me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube, please like and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. I do hope you enjoyed a wonderful Thanksgiving with family and friends. We did. My husband and I were invited to dine with friends who are like family. We lovingly called them family. We talked and ate and laughed out loud. Not only were our tummies filled, our hearts were too. Talk about tummies being filled. This elephant I named the gender pay gap is grabbing a chunk of a woman's pay every single payday. It is unrelenting in its efforts to keep us behind financially, not only during our working years, but after we leave the workforce too. At a time when we dream about sailing into retirement without a care in the world, we are faced with the fact that this elephant affects our pension and other retirement benefits too. To keep that from happening to you, for the entire month of November, I have been talking about the fact that many women get left behind when it comes to pay. Especially when it comes to asking for a raise, women make a number of huge mistakes that causes them to keep getting left behind. On last week's episode, I shared eight mistakes women make, and I promise to give you more detail today. Please share this information with another woman in the workplace who may not be aware of what I am going to share about these eight mistakes. Also, if you have a question or if you want me to share an answer uh, of, on any of the questions you have about this information, just drop a note in the comment section and I will answer it on the next episode. Now to the eight mistakes. Heads off to Lindsay Tigar, who wrote this article for Reader's Digest outlining eight huge mistakes women make when it comes to asking for a raise. I will list the mistakes first, then expound on each one. Mistake number one, you don't lay the groundwork. Mistake number two, you overthink it. Mistake number three, you apologize while you're asking. Mistake number four, you don't get real with other women. Mistake number five, you don't know the right time to ask. Mistake number six, you don't get it in writing. Mistake number seven, you don't follow up to get the ball rolling. Mistake number eight, you don't look for a new job soon enough. Now let's look at each mistake in more detail. Mistake number one, you don't lay the groundwork. I told you about the young lady I overheard who when asked by her boss why he should give her a raise said, because I work hard. Her boss was not convinced nor impressed, and neither was I. Why? Because she did not give evidence to support her case that she should get a raise. Please don't make the same mistake thinking that working hard will get your raise. Not necessarily. You need to have some evidence. Just as in a court of law, 
you want to present enough evidence for the jury, in this case, your boss and your boss's boss, to say, she's guilty, your honor. Give that woman her raise. She earned it. If your boss asks you why she or he should give you a raise, what will be your reply? Please, please, please give factual proof of your contribution and evidence that your contribution indeed is deserving of a raise. Now, no one can pay you what you're worth because you're just simply too valuable, but they can try. Mistake number two, you overthink it. According to Tikar, when you overthink things, your anxiety can dampen your courage. The result, you don't ask for the raise and conjure up a number of reasons why you shouldn't ask. In essence, you talk yourself out of asking for the raise, believing it's either too risky or you don't deserve it. Just to let you in on a secret, men ask for an increase quickly and often. They already know that the answer is always no until you ask. Bottom line, don't make this mistake. Don't overthink it. Mistake number three, you apologize while you're asking. I really like the statement by Mark Sinandella, the founder and CEO of Ladders. Don't be apologetic or explain away that you understand if they can't give you more money or say you feel bad asking. This is a business transaction. You provide value and they pay for it. You shouldn't be working for free, nor should your employer expect that. Ask confidently, he says. So don't apologize for asking. Mistake number four, you don't get real with other women. When I first read this mistake, I did a double take and was puzzled about what it meant. It wasn't self-explanatory at first glance, but as I dug deeper, this is what I found and it makes a whole lot of sense to me. You see, when I entered the workforce, there were three things you didn't discuss, faith, politics, and religion. These were fireable offenses. So guess what? My coworkers and I didn't discuss pay. This was one way some companies used to help keep a lid on certain conversations. But it would be wise to have some trusted sources, a mentor or confidant with whom you can discuss pay and get advice about navigating the pay system within your company. Also, the author mentioned a great website that you can check out. It's called Payscale. Payscale and several other sites like it can help you deserve, determine your value in the marketplace and better gauge what you should be asking for when it comes to negotiating pay. Mistake number five, you don't know the right time to ask. To avoid making this mistake, get well acquainted with your company's pay policies. When do they normally review performance and grant raises in pay? If you don't know, ask your boss or your HR representative. Now, according to my research, companies have budgeted strong raises for 2024. You need to find out if your company is one in the number and how to improve your chances to get the money from the company's budget into your bank account. Mistake number six, you don't get it in writing. Word of mouth is good for some things, but not when it comes to getting a raise. When you have a verbal agreement from your boss, please get it in writing. It becomes a record of your discussion. Getting it in writing is not an indication that you don't trust him or her. 
it becomes documentation for the record that you can refer back to later. Send a follow-up email with the amount agreed upon and ask your boss to respond in the affirmative. God forbid something happens to your boss, but if it does, you have details of the agreement in writing. Mistake number seven, you don't follow up to get the ball rolling. Now, getting the agreed upon raise in writing is not the end. No, make sure you follow up to determine when you should expect to see the raise in your paycheck. All of my corporate career was in publicly traded companies, which have pretty strict policies and procedures when it comes to when and who has to approve pay raises. Also, my experience in internal audit taught me about checks and balances, and going through the approval process takes time. Allow time to get things done, but make sure you follow up to not only get the ball rolling, but to keep the ball rolling. Mistake number eight, you don't look for a new job soon enough. You may be surprised by this one. I was. Asking for a raise doesn't mean you need to look for another job, but all too often we get in a job and with a company and get comfortable. During my days as a career transition coach for a global company, I always encourage my clients to keep their resume updated and their eye on the market. If there is little to no room for growth with your current employer, you will have to make a decision. Maybe not now, but someday in the future. Whether to stay or to go, only you can decide when the timing is right for you. Now that I have revealed what you can do to avoid making these mistakes when asking for a raise, please, please, please take this to heart and also share with another woman in the workplace that you care about who need to know this information. My goal is to show you how to get money from your company's budget into your own bank account. Now I'm opening up three new one-on-one -on -one coaching slots to show women in the workplace how to raise their pay in the next 90 days so they don't keep getting left behind. Message me back if you're interested in hearing more. Just go to GwendolynJTucker.com and click on contact. I will also put a link in the show notes to this episode. Just check out the description box on how you can reach me. Now, women, I always say this and I'll say it again. We work hard for our money. I can show you how to take home all of it. I do thank you for joining me today for this episode. Please plan to join me next time. And don't forget to leave your question in the comment box. I will make it my business to respond on the next podcast. That way others can benefit from hearing your question and as well as my best answer. I look forward to seeing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.